Welcome to episode 516 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories on the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions <clears throat> or topic suggestions, excuse me, or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP, Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing these shows. and putting them up on the station, along with all the music that you hear, and uh, and all the other work they do for the station as well. And please check out the station. Uh, just put it on, listen to it, and even just have it on the background, and you'll hear a lot of amazing people and a lot of amazing shows uh, 24-7, all day. So um, really appreciate it if you all could do that. And um, if you like to support the show, there are some different ways you could do that. You can always share the show with others. Rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. If you'd like one extra True Paranormal Stories from the Web episode per month, you can join at any level of um, membership on my Patreon page to get that. Or if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal. And again, um, sorry, I don't have other options, but uh, there are reasons for that. So um, I think that takes care of everything. And uh, we can get to these stories here. Thank you all for listening. Really, really glad to be back at this and starting this uh, 2024 off with some new episodes. And uh, took a lot longer of a break than I wanted to. So it's going to be doing this again. And uh, hopefully I can keep up uh, putting out around four or five, maybe five shows once a week. Um, every week now for as long as possible again. So um, no para paranormal convention news this year. I will go to one at some point in the future, but I want to go with a group. So um, I don't know when that will be, but when it happens, I will let you all know. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think that takes care of everything. And uh, let me get to the stories here. So I just had to make sure I don't reread the ones I already recorded earlier tonight because I've been recording. Um, I've recorded a few episodes in a row tonight, so but uh, it won't sound like that to those of you who listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds because I will release these all individually. So, um, all right, <clears throat> let's see here. This is the next one. Yep, that's right. Okay, so this story says. I am a landlord. I own two small houses next to my own and rent them to families. 
one of my most recent tenants was a 50-year-old uh, economist. He rented the house for 10 years, living there with his son as well as his mother, the son's grandmother. I arrived home on a Tuesday and found an ambulance in front of the tenant's house. I watched as the tenant was loaded onto the ambulance. The family, including nephews and including nephews, rushed to follow the ambulance. I texted the tenant's son, wishing his father a speedy recovery. The next day, I realized I had forgotten paperwork at home, so I went back during my lunch break to get uh, to get it. I saw the tenant walking angrily. I'm sorry, talking angrily on the phone on the sidewalk. This tenant was known for having a bad temper, which led to him walking around in front of the house while on the phone. I figured that whatever happened the day before, it turned out to be something minor after all. I left without further thought. That Friday, my mom heard rumors of this tenant's passing in the hospital. I told her that couldn't be the case and mentioned that I had seen the tenant going strong the next day. Saturday, the tenant's son called and confirmed his father's death on Wednesday, the day I had seen the tenant being loaded into the ambulance. Uh, I thought it said Tuesday, but anyway. Um, the tenant, the tenant's son explained that they were going to move out of the house. But my step-grandmother, who lives nearby, says she also saw the tenant on the same day that I did, talking on the phone around 1 p.m. So, did we see a ghost? And that's where that one ends. Um, that is it's a, sad that the person passed, but also that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is amazing. Um, and that is not, it's amazing, but also it's another amazing thing about it is that's not the first time I've heard a story like that where a person passed, but the witness the the person the other person that maybe the the person having the weird experience I'll just say that uh, saw the the person that had passed and either and had no idea that they had passed and and the person that had passed their apparition looked solid it didn't look like a, a like a traditional or like a stereotypical ghost and the experiencer only found out or realized after the fact that they had seen an apparition or, or something out of the ordinary. And again, that's I've read and heard so many of those, but it still never fails to surprise me or amaze me that these things happen. And even with multiple witnesses, like in this one, and people two separate people that saw the same thing but did not um, 
we're not right by each other to 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 sort of influence each other uh, or confirm or even argue over it what they saw because they were in two different positions in the same general area and saw the same thing. That is really, um, I don't know what, what to make of those kinds of stories. And it just, the other thing about that to me is if it was a ghost, how, what was the deal with the phone? Was that just an image? Was that, was he not even aware that he had passed and he had managed somehow to manifest some kind of phone image? Or I don't even know where to go with that. Um, or again, sometimes I wonder with these these kinds of sightings, especially when there's other objects involved, um, phones or vehicles or whatever, are these somewhat related to time instead of an actual spirit were they were these two people the the landlord and their step grandmother did they see um into a different time period or was it a residual thing as well if if the land if the that tenant was known for doing that for walking around outside on the phone and being on the phone like that and being angry like that. Um, and if they did it often enough, then there's a good chance that what the people there saw could have been residual, especially since there was no direct interaction. There was no conversation. There was no sign that the, the landlord mentioned anyway, that, that they noticed of this apparition. Um, noticing that him noticing the landlord and um so that's a possibility as well but the fact that it was witnessed by two people just still blows my mind it, it really amazing uh account there of an experience had by again multiple people so um but again i always wonder what that why couldn't that be a spirit but if that's the case then that were they able to, I mean, who knows what that means, the fact that they had a phone on them. So, anyway, there's just so much in that that uh, that one account, that one story that just raises so many questions. And that's why I love finding these and sharing these, because um, I think it's all about questions. So, uh, moving on to the next one here. And uh, let me see if I find my way there. Okay, there we go. Um, okay. This one says, I live in a multi-generational house with my husband, our toddler, and my husband's parents. My husband and his parents left for a music concert around 4.15 p.m. I was supposed to join them, but couldn't due to our little girl not feeling well. I sat with my daughter in the office on the top floor, trying to work. Around 4.30 p.m., I heard a nondescript male voice in the stairwell. 
I couldn't understand what was said. I thought that someone came back but didn't come upstairs and figured that they didn't want to disturb us. Five minutes later, I heard a clear, crisp hello from the stairwell. It was a deeper-toned male voice. No one came up the stairs. I checked over the balcony, saw no one, and heard no activity downstairs. I went back upstairs. I then heard the voice again, saying my daughter's first name. She didn't react. I checked the stairwell and yelled, Hello? without hearing a response. My daughter continued playing, and I kept working. A voice spoke again, saying my daughter's middle name, sounding like it was in the room. My daughter briefly looked in the direction of the sound, but went back to playing. I sent a text message to my husband, who was on the way home. When he arrived, He checked the entire house, but found no one. This is not the first unexplained experience we have had in this house. And that's where that story ends. Um, I'm wondering if it's multi-generational. How many generations are they talking about? Um, I would hope that's like that is sort of the explanation for it. maybe some kind of distant relative that was for whatever reason trying to make contact with the the mother and then the maybe the most recent generation um i'm glad that there was no overly overtly negative things happening there it was just the voice i would wonder if it sounded like it could have been anyone from the family, but I guess when it's just a voice, it may be hard to tell, especially if it's just a fast or just one word or one name. But also the fact that it knew the daughter's first and middle name is odd. Um, But again, I just wonder, based on the daughter's reaction, where it didn't seem like she was frightened at all, um, even the writer there, didn't say that she was frightened, that she, the writer, was frightened. I would hope that's the case. Um, That was just something going on, but nothing negative. And it doesn't seem like it was anything negative overall. Um, I wonder if maybe someone was there trying to break through, trying to make contact, and for whatever reason, that time was the only time it actually worked. And I wonder if... The daughter being sick, somehow that different energy allowed for that contact. Um, Maybe, maybe not, but I don't know. Also, again, as always, I don't know. I was going to say time anomaly, but then again, it's hard unless you're going with, unless you want to go with some kind of future situation, um, whereas someone in... It was someone that maybe was in, in other words, maybe the people that the the writer and their daughter were there, they were um, 
maybe they were the ghosts, the apparitions. Um, in other words, there is someone else that is in in the in our future, but to them, they were having this experience of seeing these two apparitions. Um, <clears throat> and they recognized the daughter somehow. And again, this these ideas of these two different points in time. Um, but again, hard to say, impossible to say for sure either way. So, but voices are definitely a thing. I've heard a few over the years here and there, not a ton, but they do happen. And, uh, it's hard to know what's going on. And there are so many stories of that as well. So of accounts of that, but, uh, moving on to, uh, this last story here that we'll share in the show here. Um, Let's see here, I gotta get back to the file. Okay. This one says, I am a 47-year-old female. And the, the websites they let you they you do that sometimes just to give people context of what the story is. So I am a 47-year-old female. This incident happened when I was 15, home alone with my mom out at a convenience store. So my mom was out, not really at home. Um, my dad was at work, and my younger brother was with friends. I was in my bedroom with the door open, reading a book. I heard a female voice calling my name and thought it must have been my mom. So I called back, saying, yes. I realized that my mom was at the store. <clears throat> Excuse me. I looked out at the driveway but didn't see her car. I then heard my name again while looking out the window, which started to freak me out. I heard my name again as I moved through the house, knowing that I was alone, and walked to the kitchen, checking for others, but found no one. In the den, I saw a young female teenager in 50s-style clothes. She had long brown hair, a white blouse, dress pants, and saddle shoes. As I stared in shock at the girl, she said my name once more and then faded away. I stood in the kitchen until my mom arrived five minutes later. I never saw the apparition again. And that's where that... Um, that story ends. It's funny. I hadn't realized it. I don't ever plan these things. But um, again, you have this story of an encounter with a voice. But this time, there was an apparition along with it. And um, the fact that the this teenage girl, similar to the author there, the right, the experiencer there, um, <clears throat> was was around the same age but wearing clothes from a different time period. Um, that's really is amazing. I wonder if there was someone there that lived there before that had the same name. And it was more of a coincidence, um, I guess coincidence. Um, just a, uh, something that happened where this apparition was calling for someone, but it wasn't the writer. It wasn't the person having the experience. It just seemed like it was because it was the same name. 
um, I don't know, but it's amazing that there was an actual sighting along with the voice. Because sometimes, like that last, like the 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 account the story before this one, there was just the voice. It did repeat. It did say different things, but it was just the voice. Here you have a full apparition. Sounds like it was solid, but it still faded away. So, uh, I don't know how to, how to explain that one other than that's the, that's the first place my mind goes to is that this is either the spirit or spirit of a girl or this was a girl in her own time calling for someone who happened to have the same name as the the person in the present time having this experience and freaked out because who's who is this and how do they know my name uh i don't know for sure on that but that's where i'm just heading automatically for some reason um but these these accounts of of um multiple types of sort of um encounters of, of ways of encountering the paranormal anything uh is they're always amazing because you can kind of maybe write off a voice on its own or even seeing an uh, image on its own but when you have both things going on that's pretty amazing that's yeah, pretty hard to i would think pretty hard to write off uh to just dismiss as being imagination and uh <clears throat> So, yeah, amazing story there. So, um, I don't think there's really enough time to go through another one. So, I'll just uh, sort of talk about the podcast and plans for this year. Um, definitely going to continue with these book review shows that I do. Uh, I'll finish the uh, complete books of Charles Fort at some point, and then we'll move on to something else. Uh, and, um, again, we'll, we'll finish going through some more haunted locations in Alabama in the haunted places in the U.S. series. And then um, probably going to switch to just book reviews for a while. Um, and uh, I like to take a, I like to do things and then kind of switch to other things and, and uh, just to keep things uh, fresh and different. So, but um, always looking for, Anyone who has had an experience of the paranormal or unexplained, if you have a uh, something you want to share, uh, either write it in or join me on one of these shows um, to talk about your experiences. Always happy to do that. I've done a few of those shows before, and I've shared most of my experiences here as well before. So uh, I do tend to focus more on. Uh, the idea that, and my viewpoint viewpoint of all these things, that paranormal or supernatural or unexplained does not automatically mean evil or scary, um, even though fear is a natural reaction. So I don't tend to focus on accounts of just simply negative experiences uh, for a couple of reasons. For one, there's plenty of shows that do that. And for two, there are plenty of shows that do that in amazing ways and, and help people out in processing those experiences that I don't feel equipped to do that, to, to, to 
step into that kind of role. So that's for anyone that has maybe wondered uh, about that. That's why I don't cover those kinds of um, experiences. So, but just more of those things and more of these kinds of shows always. And um, yeah, that's basically it for this show for the year um, as far as plans. So thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you on, on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.